A lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. Hello, bonjour, wagwan, shalom, and dobre day, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the DNA Airwaves. Today's episode is brought to you by the DNA Project, your entertainment agency. For more information, please check out the dnaproject.ca. Today's episode is also brought to you by the MPL, Toronto's and the world's modular film and audio studios. For more information about the MPL, please go to the-mpl.com. That's MPL like maple without the vowels. Today's episode is about a sensory condition called synesthesia. Both of our guests, Bridget O'Regan and Blake Hamilton, have this condition, and I chime in as well with my own experiences. So let's get right to it. This is The DNA Airwaves. Hello. Hi. 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 So normally, I don't think we said this before, we're just going to record the conversation. It's going to be a lot more polished when we actually put it out to the internet sounds great we'll do editing and all that good stuff later cool hey, can i hear you again uh here oh, i am yeah i just want oh, to sure. sound <laughs> delivered sound nice so how are you guys doing today good good yeah good yeah thank you for coming i know we talked earlier but <laughs> for the sake of the show we're gonna pretend that this is the first time we've uh, introduced each other yeah so why don't you guys say who you are and what you do sure um yeah i'm bridget o'regan and i'm a Violinist slash electric violinist slash fiddle player in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, I'm Blake Hamilton. I I don't know. I play a bunch of instruments. We both play viola, right? Uh, I do a lot of bass and guitar. I went to school for classical music, and now I play more jazz. I garden right now. Honestly, I can't say I'm a kicking <laughs> musician or anything. <laughs> you are ready for the pandemic food shortage yeah, and the yeah, apocalypse. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, do a little recording here and there. That's awesome. I didn't introduce you guys. How are you guys doing? Anthony, Matt? Good. We're good. Yeah. We're great. <laughs> How's your gardening going? Mine's uh, actually gone pretty good. I I was growing a bunch of herbs this year. So I was trying to grow like uh, cilantro. Weed. Yeah. No, weed. <laughs> Not this year. Next year. I want to start small. Like rosemary, basil, mint. Just the basics. I've never gardened really heavily before. It's good. And I, I graduated to a tomato, and I felt pretty good about that. Yes. So, so next year, I'm going to try like cucumbers and yeah. maybe kale or Swiss chard. I don't know. Kale's it's, easy. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was told. So Get some beets in Baby there. steps. Yeah. Whatever's easy. I don't know what's easy, but I'm slowly learning. I, I don't know if there's anything that's easy. It's yeah. just about not screwing it up. <laughs> oh, basil's easy. Like yeah. you plant basil one basil plant times, and then you have too much basil. Yeah. I, same with mint. No such thing as too much basil. That's because they're related. Oh. It's true. Oh. They taste alike too. That's true. Mm. So is catnip. What? Yeah. Catnip's are re- related to mint and oregano. It's in the balm family. Wow, Ooh. I learned something yeah. new today. I like so much. Yeah. I'm growing a lot of catnip. You can actually cook with it. I'm not. You can't really? get stoned off of it. Yeah, yeah. 
What does it taste like? It's minty. nice in tea. It's okay. like a spicy, minty mm. weed taste. Kind of tastes like hemp. And there's no like psychedelic no. effect. No, no, your cat just trips balls when it has it. That's it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's hey, uh, let's talk about music, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Welcome to the gardening podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I guess, uh, Anthony, do you want to kind of lead into why we had this uh, podcast? Because I guess I'll start talking. Last time we did an interview with you, Bridget. You had accidentally told us about this gift, or I don't know what you guys call it. Is it a gift? Is it a condition? <laughs> Maybe. What is it actually called, though? Like, is it synesthesia? What is that? Is it a, would you consider it a condition, Matt? Do you know what it's called? Because you have it, don't you? I do. Uh, I don't, don't want to call it condition because I don't want to have any kind yeah. of like negative connotation. But some, when I talk to people about it, they tend to kind of uh, this like negative way about it. But it, to me, it's exciting and it's it like a exciting. gift, like a phenomenon. Yeah, it, right? I, I feel like it depends who you're talking to. Okay. Like, yeah. I, I went to school with a guy. If he heard the color yellow, he literally had a panic attack and left the classroom. If someone like, said yellow? No, heard the color yellow. Excuse me? But yeah. Well, so, okay, so let, let's give a little preface. Yeah. Um, <laughs> synesthesia, from what I understand, is any kind of cross between any of your senses. Mm -hmm. So some people can taste numbers, right? Yeah. Or who knows? There's a lot of different variations. This guy, perfect pitch, if he heard a specific frequency that in his head registered to the color yellow, he would literally scream and run out the room. Mm. So I feel like to him it's a condition. Yeah, uh, I guess so. Get yeah, him here. Uh, Where's he? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm I I don't know. I think it's a gift. It, I think so too. Yeah, just it, when I hear you guys talk about it or other people talk about it, I'm just like, wow, it sounds amazing. But then you guys sometimes sound like you're tormented by it. So it's kind of confusing to me. I guess it depends on the situation, right? For sure. True. Yeah. 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 You you're synesthesia. Like what's your kind of synesthesia? Um it, it's nothing bad it's um my actually well it's a little i would say i'm closer to a condition like i, I my sense of smell doesn't really work if it's loud oh, oh. i'm so sounds distract me too much to also smell huh. um, so you, if someone farted in a rock concert you wouldn't smell Probably more so now as an adult, but as a child, I just stand there with my mouth open. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like, well, somebody make some noise. Let's test this out. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I guess for the three of you, the my first question would be: When did each of you realize that you had this ability? I guess we'll start with you, Bridget. Ladies sure. first. Uh, yeah, I was in high school, and I went to an arts high school. So it was super, you know, it, uh, let's see, it, it was super commonplace for people to jam and have like little rehearsals, put little ensembles together. Yeah. So one day I really, really wanted to cover the song, Mr. Blue Sky. So, so happy. And I, you know, had singers, a whole band at my disposal because yeah. that's just what you do. You just get together. So I, you know, Facebook messaged a bunch of people. And I'm like, hey here's the song I want to do for like the end of your recital. Yeah. Uh, let's get it together. Everyone like pick out their part. Uh, let's go. And then we came to the first rehearsal and I was like, okay, so everyone, one, two, three. Everyone's like, well, you haven't given us the sheet music yet. I'm like, well, I told you to just pick out your part. It's really easy. You know, like horns, you're orange, like you're way up there. And then like, you know, like piano, you're like, the, you're the purple, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Why can't you just see your parts in the music, memorize it or write it down 
and then come to rehearsal prepared. Right. So I'm looking at you like, what are you talking about? And I just didn't understand why people couldn't just pick out their parts in the music that was just right in front of their face and do it. So what did you do after, like when you realized in that moment that no one else was seeing or breaking it down the way you were? Yeah. Did you, like how did you, how did that make you feel? Were you confused or were you just like, I got to talk to someone about this because no one's seeing their parts i mean i just thought like ah you know people are lazy or they're making you know excuses they have some other stuff going on uh i think i ended up like getting the sheet music from somewhere yeah but by that time it was like you know too late to do the audition for stuff so i was like oh you know whatever next time and i just kind of forgot about it right because when did uh, it re or when did you when were you able to actually correlate it to synesthesia that was like, that was university, I'd say. Wow. It was a music and film class. So there were a lot of visual aspects mm-hmm. along with the music uh, being talked about. And then they talked about synesthesia. Like, oh, some film directors have synesthesia. So they do, you know, music in a different way. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, cool. What was that? Oh, let's learn about a bit more about this. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just researched it on my own and, yeah, came to the conclusion that's the thing I might have. So you never spoke to, like, an actual doctor about it or went to go get, like, tested? I don't even know if you'd go get tested. Does anyone yeah. get tested for synesthesia? You just <laughs> kind of assume yeah. you have it and just carry on with life? Well, like, yeah. the I test asked- would be, like, an MRI test and things yeah. of that sort. If it's a real problem for you and, like... You know, if yeah. certain sounds taste like puke or yeah. whatever, then you need to go get that checked out. Yeah. I, I did ask about it because my ex-boyfriend's dad is a kind of like psychology professor. He's a doctorate in psychology. So I'm like, hey, do you know a place that does like, you know, brain scans for certain things? And he, you know, sent me to one place and they're like, yeah, it's going to be like a three-year wait since you don't really have a condition. You're just interested and yeah. it's going to be like 500 bucks and it's going to be... Uh, yeah, so I was like, no, I'm good. (laughs) I don't want to know that bad. (laughs) Damn. And what about you, Blake? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I went to an art high school too. I feel like that's where I was hinted about it. Um, I was in a jazz theory class and I was like literally acing all of the listening tests. So it was like play a chord, what the chord is, right? Right. Is it a major seven, whatever. And they're like, how do you hear this? I'm like, well... Minor seven flat five. That's like purple and blue, man. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> and my teacher just kind of looks at me. He's like, "Are you synesthetic? Synesthetic? I can't even say the word." Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know what the, what the bloody f is that, right? Yeah. Um, and like since then, I've been like, "Yeah, I'm synesthetic," but then I hear like other people talk about it, and I really don't think I'm like full blown. Like for me, it's just intervals, right? Right. So like mm. major thirds, minor thirds have different color qualities to them and then lower higher pitch and like different timbre things so it's kind of like i don't know i feel like i had a cheat sheet in my head more of like well i hear this so it's this Mm -hmm. it's not like a full-on sea colors through my eyes when i hear sound it's kind of like drops of um like food coloring and water in my brain and we don't all feel or hear the same thing like the i remember one of the first albums i was making as a musician uh, I was singing a little flat because drummers are not good singers. <laughs> and the producer, uh, Peter Spencer, goes, you know, just 
when you're thinking of what you're singing towards, like let's say you're singing towards an orange and you're just red, like make it a little more orange. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I have synesthesia. I'm like, I, that doesn't work that way. What do you mean? And he's like, yeah, just imagine it. Like, I don't think he understood that he had it either. So yeah. he wanted Mysterious. you to go, from my understanding of red to orange, he wanted you to go sharper. Yeah, I mean, it, I was yeah. flat. I was like, just say go sharp. And he's like, yeah, but that's not as helpful. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's more helpful. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, we bump into one another all the time and don't even realize it. Yeah. 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 There you go. Like, yeah. I didn't even realize that so many of my friends and colleagues had it until I put out the Facebook post, like, hey, everyone, looking for some musicians to talk about this anesthesia. And then, like, five people I've worked with for, like, three years now were like, oh, you too? Oh, man, that's crazy because, like, and you, you just never talk about it unless you're inebriated in some way. And you're just like, <laughs> whoa, man. <laughs> Do you, like, uh, there seems to be, like, a, not with Matt so much, but with you too, almost like a little bit of, like, shame that you have it. Like, you're <laughs> like, Do you, why wouldn't you tell more people about this amazing gift? And when you meet somebody... Or when you're around other artistic people like you, for example, did you talk to your teacher more about it or did you kind of just like, oh, I guess I have it and just carried well, on? I mean, she only had so many answers, I guess, right? Yeah. I feel like like when I went to university, there were a few people with synesthesia. Um, but when I, after I talked to them, I was like, do I even have it? Right. It's like That's, I'm talking about a guy that has panic attacks about hearing the color yellow. And I'm right, like, right. I don't have that. Yeah, like yeah. maybe I'm just thinking in a way like I'm just using it as a mode of thinking but then I don't know reflecting on it I've done some research it's not a condition for me yeah right but it's kind of nice like now I'm obsessed with diminished seven chords right I'm obsessed <laughs> I'm obsessed um seven diminished seven chords you can do minor six patterns and all of this and basically it's like minor third minor third minor third minor third so it's this like monochromatic blue right and it's just so much better than like a dominant seven chord. And I don't know why it is, but mm -hmm. it's just now I'm kind of like using these colors in my head to develop practicing and like different improv kind of techniques. I'm like, I want to improvise in like more of a red, yeah, which is more usually major, right? And yeah. it's like, I want to be more blue and it's usually like minors. Right. What's interesting is that it's as if everybody strives to, like, if you're trying to describe a, a sound to someone, you would use a visual description. Yeah. Mm. Right? You'd be like, or or a temperature, right? It's yeah. warmer, it's colder, it shimmers. It's like there's no other way to describe it. Yeah. And some brains just go there. That's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. It would be really yeah. cool if you can uh, give us kind of a, uh, a breakdown of how you see and here are these yeah. chord types. Yeah, I wish you so, had an instrument to show us. But. I mean, we were talking about this a little earlier um, before we got all set up. Like, we both play viola, <laughs> and which, for those that don't know, it's a bigger violin. I'm sure there's going to be some person that's like, what is that? Um, so anyways, like, the tuning is like C, G, D, A, and I was talking about, like, there's this one box suite, number five, where you have the option to tune one of the strings down to a G, so you get, like, G, sorry, C, G, D, C. What ends up happening, or sorry, C, G, D, G. And what happens is everything rings and it's in C minor. And it is like the most powerful color explosion. I played it for two years in university. Like wow. I was obsessed with playing it. And um, for me, it's just like all of these scalar motions kind of to these big chords that are in the suite, like 
there's a lot of minor chords, there's a lot of diminished, there's a lot of like extensions and like all of these weird tonal centers that it goes from like dark burgundy reds to blues to purples and then it ends on like a f major flat two seven chord and goes back to the ends in C major instead of C minor and you're just like explosion, explosion. Wow. It's it's I, I'm ranting a little bit, but it's kind of oh, like it's great. Oh, it's awesome. Um, the lower the pitch, kind of like the deeper the color. Yeah. The higher the pitch, kind of the lighter in color. So like if I'm hearing blue and it's in an upper range, it's kind of like a baby blue, opposed huh. to like a dark like navy blue. Mm -hmm. If it was like a like a minor third in the bottom of a piano, that's like dark, dark, dark blue, right? Got Fifths you. are like more. Fifths and fourths are kind of laser tones, kind of like they just fit really well, like a perfect fifth. And it's kind of like a really dark, solid color because mm. it's not really on its own pitch. It's yeah. when you add like the majors and the minors for me that it changes like more wow. red, more blue, more yellow, that kind of thing. That's... I don't know. It's kind of all over the place. Yeah, no, like, it's, it's hard for it's, me to put it into exact words. If you guys I, want a visualization, I don't know if this is a bit too old school, but remember when uh, you would plug like a, a VCR or DVD player with three cables? It'd be... Yeah, um, RCA cables. Yeah, right? yeah. It'd be red, red, white, yellow, white, and yellow. Imagine if you were to take the audio cable and plug it into the video input. And it could same cable, do right? Yeah. yeah, you it would give you either static or we, it depends on on what the sound is. But you would get you would take that signal and just route it somewhere else. Yeah, where it gets interpreted as a visual. So it's kind of like that. All the different senses are interconnected in the brain. Yeah. This might sound stupid, but where are the visuals coming from? Is it coming from the instrument, or are you seeing it just like in the? It's kind of like air? mind's eye. Yeah, yeah okay. that's yeah. exactly what okay. I was gonna say. Like okay. if I say, imagine a pink elephant. Like you're not seeing it, but you can clearly like put yep. those two concepts together For and sure. be like, oh, yeah. wicked, cool. It's right there, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but as you were describing it, Blake, it was like you were actually seeing it. Yeah, it felt like you were, your eyes were closed. Yeah. It, well, like I was saying earlier, it's like drips of like food coloring and water. Like it's in its it's in the mind's eye. Like yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. third eye opening, awakening, Damn. all that nonsense, right? Yeah. I uh, think it's well. like as immediate if I said, okay, what color at a stoplight is go? In, you'd be like, yeah. oh, green. Move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think you need to get your eyes checked. Um, I, I, I've kind of come to realize, though, like there's a bit of a delay. Like it's kind of like a when I've played a piece of music over and over again, then mm. I kind of know where the colors are versus like a first time listen where it's kind of like like latency Surprise. when you're yeah. like recording. It's almost track, like your, right? the yeah. visual cortex has to render yeah. the audio. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it doesn't mean that, like, I don't know, it's not like I. It's not like I turn it on or off, but sometimes I just kind of ignore it. Like I can just listen to music and do stuff. Like it's not like it's always there. Yeah. Okay. It's just kind uh, of like if I want to focus on it and I want to work on stuff, then I can really kind of hone into it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like you guys play music, right? Yeah. 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 So like, have you ever like thought of what you're about to play on your instrument instead of just playing the notes? Like you have that pre-thought of like what you're about to play. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And you play better because of that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that, right? Like if I'm just listening to it, it's like, yeah, I'm still playing, but it's not as confident almost. So it's just kind of like I'm thinking behind instead yeah, of yeah. ahead. Right? right. It's one right, of those right. kind of things. I, I, it takes a while for it to like kind of sync up mm. a little bit. Do you forget or do you always remember the colors of the <sighs> music that you've played? It changes a little bit. It changes. Okay. Like, more in like, I guess, um, 
vividness, I'd almost say, but mm. like minor thirds and major thirds are pretty much always like blues and purples to like reds and yellows, pretty much always. And then when you get like chords that's like major third, minor third, then you get the cross colors, right? You get the greens and the oranges and stuff. It's right? probably like if you eat a, a meal a, lot, a bunch of times, eventually kind of the flavor profile changes for you just from yeah. experiencing yeah, it yeah, over yeah. and over. Yeah, you hate meatloaf as a kid and then you start to like meatloaf. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, got it. Does, does it change based on, say, if you smoked weed or did mushrooms <laughs> or got drunk, would the synesthesia kick in or it, that doesn't really matter? It has no effect. Like, would it be crazier if you were high in trying to play an instrument? That's a good question, because I did read that uh, some people do feel an increased sense when they're drunk or stressed, tired. I've only like noticed, that. like, when I'm drunk, it's easier just for, like, everything to wash over me because I'm not really thinking mm. about it. Right. You know, I'm not really yeah. like, oh, what, what's that? It's just more like it just hits you and you can't really stop it. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a doctor, but it it does seem like psychedelics sort of make synesthesia possible for everyone. Well, mm. yeah, oh, right. Okay. I I kind of agree. It with interconnects that. Wow. your senses and because shrooms, yeah. you'll get that trip. Uh, so I heard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course. When you like expert, so yeah, when your senses end up being sent to more than one location. Yeah, plus the ones they're not supposed to be at, right? And right. then you get all kinds of experiences that aren't actually their air quotes mm. uh have i played music on shrooms or acid <laughs> <laughs> i gotta think about that first. um well i mean i feel like if you change if you use any substance you're going to change your you're perception alter, yeah, alter a little state, bit yeah. right mm -hmm. um like have either has anyone done psychedelics like here in the room it's okay Yes. It's a safe space. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've done mushrooms. So, okay, so, I mean, you feel kind of swampy when you do shrooms, right? Mm -hmm. You kind of feel like you're melding into the earth and you feel everything breathe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like it was more of a, like I never went to the point of like hallucinating. Like I didn't get the crazy visuals, maybe like mosaic, mm. like stained glass. Yeah. That's like the extent of anything. Because uh, I never wanted to do it hardcore. I'd say it was sharper, like, but just in general, that's with everything I was doing. Like, I felt like I could walk straighter. Yeah. Like, I felt like I could improvise better. But I wouldn't say it changed the colors. I would maybe say it, it just wires your brain differently for a minute. Fair for enough. 10 hours, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that decreases it? Stress. Stress. Okay. Yeah. Same with you, Bridget. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 100%. Like, the first time that... Like, getting into different genres decreases it. Because okay. when I am when I first started learning, you know, jazz or, you know, more of, like, the Indian raga scales, I wasn't yeah. really thinking of the colors and the, you know, stuff that I'm seeing to help me. Just because I wasn't really yet aware of how the patterns of... The, that music goes because yeah, you have, you have very the different. yeah you have different patterns and different genres of music like yeah. country is one thing like you know whatever blues is another but then when I got into jazz I was like I was just concentrating on where the music was going instead of what I was doing then because I was like oh man they're they're doing so many different chords all over the place what it, 
what do I even do? So I was just focusing gotcha. on myself, panicking, trying to get something out that <laughs> yeah, sounded yeah. coherent instead of the music. The, it didn't feel yeah. as predictable, I guess, as what you were accustomed to, right? Yeah, but yeah. then once, you know, now I can properly improvise. I mean, not as fancy as you can probably. Uh, I, I wouldn't say. <laughs> Over um, jazz. But. I got a question for you. Yeah. Like, you mentioned uh, like rogs and like ragas and like Hindustani music. How yeah. do you feel about quarter tones? Oh man, yo, those messed me up for, <laughs> oh, like, uh, I've been lucky enough to kind of be part of like bigger ensembles. Okay. Uh, so I've had kind of like more or less kind of like one-on-one teaching um, from different people who have grown up with that music. Yeah, okay. To those of you who are wondering, quarter tones are notes in between the notes we have in Western scales. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so when you hear a lot of... It can be more, more than, than 12 notes in a scale. Right. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's, there's a number for how many possible notes there is. I can't write. It's like 188. Yeah, it's a whole new world. So, okay, so like when I was in university, like I went to U of T, U of Tears. U of Tears. There's a big push in the classical department for like atonal music. So like more sciencey, like literally like throwing dice and then you get like a tone row and whatever numbers correlate to this and serialism. Anyways, it's like all very crunchy stuff. like I liked that Crunchy. more because I was synesthetic. Like all of my colleagues looked at me like a bloody weirdo because they're like, "What? Do you want to listen to this nonsense?" Like because it's all it's really crunchy, right? It's like we're called talking Sprechstimme, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I kind of loved it because like you get all of these weird intervals like back to back that you would never hear in like conventional music, and it gave me something to like eat. Yeah, like as a musician, like, do you like that kind of music a little bit just because you're? Oh, man, that? I love it. Like the different, like the piano is mm. just some way because it's more like high pitch yeah, yeah, in a yeah. lot of. So it's like and just crazy runs, but then the tabla are more like water droplet. Oh, like, yeah, boom. okay. So it's just it's just so like it's such a contrast. Yeah, okay. It's like I don't. It's I don't know. It's just so beautiful. Cool. There are so many different textures and like flavors. It's kind of like just, I don't know, it's crazy. And yeah. I've been playing Tamil as well, more oh. like Southern Indian. Okay, very cool. And that's hard. It's crazy. But like once you kind of start getting it, it's like, okay, cool. I have a foot in the door. Let's learn more. And I've I've found that in Go Goan music, like Goa India, Okay. They have so many like flamenco aspects because of all the travelers who came over from Spain yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know Portugal. So they went there. So I start hearing like flamenco, like this beautiful orange, like burnt orange sounds in it all of a sudden. And then like this flamenco guitar comes in while these <laughs> like choruses of ladies are like, ah, that's amazing. And it was wow. just, you know, it was just yeah. so beautiful. And I didn't expect it because I've never heard that before in my life. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like having a new sensation or like a new meal at yeah. a fancy restaurant. You're like, I never would have thought to put those two flavors together. But now that I'm having it, that's amazing. Yeah, it's like putting, um, like making basil ice cream. Ooh. Also highly recommend, but mm, it's you, you think that, it's weird yeah. at first and then you try it and you're like, yeah, I can get with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah wow. 
Um, always comes back to food. Yeah. Always. <laughs> and always. For me, I could always, I see, has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I'm not a synesthete or whatever, whatever. you describe yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've always seen a relationship or a correlation between food and music. Mm. Just like the way the ingredients are layered, music is layered as sounds. Mm. Uh, not, not quite there um, as far as like, it might just be something that I've put together um, just as a, like a comparison in my mind, more than like a sense overlap or sensory overlap. I think that's that a really sense. good comparison. I mean, if we get mm. into like etymology of culture, I mean, every culture has food, every mm -hmm. culture has music, mm -hmm. and they both evolve side by side. True. True. The other one you can throw in is dance, right? Mm -hmm. If yeah, you're making yeah, music yeah. that no one can dance to, like, are you really making music? Mm. And that's a bigger question it's, for it's us. Really it's, called, it's called classical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh, my God. Um, but, you know... <laughs> Whoa! You're going to get in a lot of trouble for that one. <laughs> I can get in a lot of trouble right now for disembark, but you can't dance to Bach, right? No. Um, Bach. Hey, I was in restaurants wow. for... 12 years before a pandemic hit. Mm. I'm a young punk, but I've been doing it for a long time. I love food. Like food and music, I, I'm with you, man. Like it's all about layering things, especially yeah, from different yeah. cuisines. Like you look at Italian cuisine, it's more or less the rule of three, right? Keeping it simple. You've got mm. one ingredient, main ingredient, you got your secondary and you got something that ties it together. Yeah. That's, there's a lot of music written like that. Very true. Like a lot, yeah, right? Yeah. You got a chorus, you got a, like a verse and you got a bridge. Those yeah. are your three ingredients with different flavors from instruments. Yeah. yeah. You can read it so many different ways, but yeah, yeah I'm yeah. with you, man. Oh, like, um, hey, I mean, like you're a multi-instrumentalist. You must- Technically, I, yeah. do, I just do violin and viola, but I'm kind of cheating right now because I have a five string violin. So it's like, oh no, it's the same Why thing Why is that now. cheating? <laughs> I'll just- I don't think it's cheating. But like, <laughs> I'm sure you've picked up a guitar- Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, do you find it's like adding spices to your spice rack? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Right? It's like you get different color tones out of it. You get different timbres. Yeah, actually, mm -hmm. I, I wrote, just so I wouldn't like forget or like freeze, I wrote things down. Oh. <laughs> so just, just so I'm not just trying to think of stuff. Because for me, it's not really the intervals. It's more the timbre mm. of the instrument. So like... Uh, like violins and violin, viola, cello, bass, like wooden instruments are very like orangey, but green. Like they're very like, br like, like obviously like, I don't know. Uh, it's not brown, which would be what those two colors are yeah, together. I it's know. It's not brown, but it's just like, you know, but then like you have horns and things made of steel and those are more like, orange and sharp and not necessarily like a red. pure orange like a pure orange going on white at the top for like symbols but then like horns are just like orange or like really burnt orange like dark orange when like the trombones do like their crazy like yeah yeah thingies it's just crazy um <laughs> Let's let's see. I I have like violin is orange, but more like yellowish. Electric violin and electric instruments are kind of like sharper. Mm -hmm. They're more like red or dark orange. Viola is orange with more green. Cello is green with some orange at the top notes, and bass is more like brown with mer purple maroon colors. You kind of got a gradient going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. And how do they all, all fit together? Do they like overlap in any way? Are they stacked? 
Is um, it a rainbow? Oh, taste the rainbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah I rainbow. mean, it's kind of like <laughs> if I'm listening to a piece of music, I'm going to notice like in my mind, just again, through growing up reading music, like the, the top notes are kind of at the top. So mm. it's kind of like the the lines of the violin and the flute and everything are more at the top. So I kind of see the patterns of those colors up here. Yeah. And then I can just kind of like focus in on the mid tones or the lower colors. Okay. It's kind of like when you're reading a book, you have the whole page, you can focus in on one sentence, right. but you won't get distracted by the sentence above or below it. Gotcha. Cause okay. you're just reading that, that one line. Yeah. One line. Okay. Yeah. Did we, Last time, talk about um, Alice in Wonderland syndrome. Yeah. Do you have that? I. Wait, what is that? What is that? that? We'll establish (laughs) in a second if I'm remembering this correctly. You have it, right? Sometimes. It's it's only sometimes. If you had it all the time, you wouldn't be able to function. Yeah. Only if I'm eating kiwis. And I'm I'm allergic to kiwi fruit. This is kidding. I'm allergic allergic to kiwi fruit. And I only know that because it would like make my mouth like fuzzy and tingly and itchy. That's just kiwis. That's just kiwis. (laughs) And then. Gotta peel them. So I never really ate them because I'm like, oh, this is a shitty fruit. Gross. And then one day I was at work at a bakery and we had some like extra fruit left over so I just like ate a slice of kiwi I was like yeah. oh maybe let's try this fruit again I'll like it more as an adult and then I just felt my hands getting farther away from me what? and it was like Boy. my yeah. it, it was it was like <laughs> oh man like so Alice in Wonderland syndrome <laughs> it's there are there are a lot of it seems like people with synesthesia it seems to I don't know if you know this. I'm not a doctor, so everything I say you know? doesn't matter. Okay. So <laughs> don't don't write in, don't call. Um, but it it's not a an extremely well studied area, right? Because th- this, like Alice in Wonderland syndrome, which I'll explain in a second, like mm-hmm. ADHD, that there are things that you experience inside, right? Like we're talking about this, but there's no way for us to really demonstrate. It's, yeah, we may be lying too, yeah, is it right? True? It's like it doesn't yeah. really matter. So, but now there seems to be more evidence that some of these conditions are connected. So, Alice in Wonderland syndrome is something I've had my whole life, and I didn't know that nobody else has it. Oh. And to, I don't remember how, but I found the name of the condition. I'm like, oh, that's very appropriate. So, your senses change for some reason. It's accompanied with migraines and panic. For me, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> Everything. I didn't even know I'm supposed to be scared of it. Everything becomes super far away. Like you, you where you Wait, are. That's not normal. <laughs> you have oh, you that? Have this too? It, yeah, it's totally there happened you go. to me before. Synesthesia. But it, See, it, it's somehow connected and we should figure out how. So you're sitting there <laughs> yeah. and suddenly the TV just, is like 40 I've feet seen away. I've that in yeah. movies. It, yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah. It just exactly kind of like, like that, pulls though. focus. Like your feet are so much farther yeah, away from you. Yeah, but it's weird because you have full control. Like I can still reach for, for anything yeah. and get it. It's not like, you know, you're yeah. still normal, but it's almost like... Well, or not, but it's almost, I I don't know. It's super weird. And everything becomes like your TV is just like a thumbnail size at that point. But somehow you can still see everything because your eyes are still. Yeah. Yeah. So everything just feels really right. But I get the reverse sometimes too. I'll feel like I'm really small. That's just somebody hugging you. No, I know. But like, (laughs) it's, it's that perception of like, I always get it when I get to go to bed. Huh. It's a yeah. really yeah. Like, nighttime is usually when that I, happens. Like to I'm people. lying in bed, and then it, like I'm lying with my partner and my arms around her, and then she feels like she's miles away. Yes, oh, yeah. but I'm right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll you can snap touch her and do everything, and it'll feel like I'm like mega massive. 
Huh. And it'll snap back. And it's like, I, I've never, I didn't know I had to be scared wow. of that. Look, look it up. Huh? Alice in Wonderland Syndrome. <laughs> and it's called that because they think Lewis Carroll had that. And that's where the idea for Alice in Wonderland came from. I wonder if oh. other people do that in film because they have it as well. I just thought it was normal. That, that everything is going far and close too. Just that's, far. I always yeah. see that like that image of like <laughs> TV like, yeah, sucked yeah. away and yeah, super far and away. That might be the inspiration for it. I think, yeah, that's supposed to also show like anxiety in a movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, so not sure how these conditions are are related, but it does seem like something to do with senses and perception. So things like ADD, ADHD, synesthesia, uh, tetrachromia, which I also have. Um Wait, what's that? Yeah. It's um well, again, I'm not a doctor and uh, <laughs> the person None I have spoke- medical the person who I have spoken to about this uh is a neuroscientist neurologist i'm not quite sure which one he is in dc and he did some tests on me too um it's the ability to separate colors like uh if i'm looking for something blue everything else in this case literally not in my mind's eye fades away except for the blues oh right so it's an ability to uh affect your perception that way Mm -hmm. and it's really problematic because if i'm looking for a ketchup bottle and it just happens to be so little ketchup in it that, that you can't see it. That yeah, I can see the bottle clearly, but I can't see the red for some reason. I'll look right at it. <laughs> that explains but a lot. That just makes you Doesn't a dude, it? man. That just makes you a guy. I just <laughs> no, but I, I can't, but I have it with colors and shapes. Oh. So like, if we're in a field and you go like a like a football field, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. go, I lost a blue key, mm-hmm. right? I can find it immediately. We should try it if you want. Wait, That's definitely. What about where's Waldo? And I. I yeah, you must be wicked at Where's Waldo. Yeah. I'm pretty good at Where's Waldo. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm pretty good at Where's Waldo. But it's, uh, yeah, you just tell me stripe red and white and everything else goes away. And that, wow. my, the more I'm learning about these things, and again, not a doctor, uh, the more it seems like they're all interconnected. And I'm sure that there are a lot of things you two should think about it. Are there any things that I think are normal to do with my perception <laughs> that maybe aren't? And give it a goog, you know? Yeah. Goog it up. Have, have you heard of the condition? Or again, I don't know if it's called, it's a, if it's a condition. Yeah. Um, it is uh, aphantasia. No, please. That's when down. you don't have a mind's eye. So remember when I said earlier, think of a pink elephant? Yeah. We can, you know, I'm assuming everyone here can visually see that yep. and like so. make it move around and <laughs> so like. people don't. Yeah. Oh, Facial you, blindness. Yeah. Also related. Yeah. They have a inner kind of blindness of their mind. So they know concepts of what an elephant looks like. They know concepts of what pink looks like. They can't really put the two together to create an elephant in their mind. Does your pink elephant on two feet or four feet? Because when I see an elephant, I always see a pink elephant on two feet. I think. Yeah. I know, where, like that, I know where that comes that's from. Yeah. What is that? Is that a gift? Dumbo. Come that is a, yeah. oh, that was right. a gift. Cartoon Damn, where he's like dancing. Exhausted. Yeah. All the, yeah. That weird psychedelic racist movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Um, so when wow. you're like zooming in on a color, does everything else go like gray? Yeah. What color? Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it is devoid of color and... Like why? Even though they're not gray, white, black are colors in yeah. our minds, so it's they just go away. It's yeah. hard to easiest okay. way to visualize it is gray, but it's not actually gray. They just wow. 
stop being there. Oh, that's crazy. We're talking, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's, We're talking like, to one of the world's greatest I spy with my little eye players. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But according to Dariki, that explains a lot of why. Yeah. yeah what do you mean by like, that? Where the hell's this? And he'll be looking in a room for something. Oh. And it's like, it's right there. It's, it's like, like oh. literally right. Yeah. 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 So, so next time, wow. be like orange. I'll be like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> there. Or, or the shape. If you tell me the shape, and uh, unless the perspective is weird and I can't see the shape of the object, yeah. I can look for shapes too. Wow. Are you good at flipping objects in your mind? Yes. Like you can take yes. this in your mind and like just rotate yeah. it all, around? All yeah. those, uh, every IQ test or anything like an IQ test, not that that necessarily demonstrates intelligence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all the ones with spatial awareness, yeah, they they seem to to work that way. Wait, so can you, because I do this when I'm like lost. Um, if I walked like 20 minutes north of my house, mm-hmm. I could just like, z- like, picture myself from a ver- bird's eye view and like zoom myself out to find where I am and then Whoa. just like go Whoa. back. Yeah. So I can like physically have like a Google Maps yeah, in Google my mind. Do you do that or are you just aware of like let's say that uh, I don't know for whatever reason I need to be aware of something. Let's say I'm traveling and yeah. there's only one bathroom in this city that isn't covered in shit. Okay. <laughs> I am yes. somewhere so that it would be it, it's it, it's almost like like in a heads up display like I'm always aware of where that one bathroom is. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I, or person or shop or whatever. It's like yeah. I could always point at it. I don't I like don't know the if North that's I think you're just spatially aware. Yeah. You're but just spatially like, woke. But like again, uh, I know woke. so many people like my like my boyfriend one day I was like, "Oh, hey, we need to like go to a place and, you know, on the subway." And he was just so like I don't know, just like, oh, okay, are you sure? Like, are you sure we're going east to west? And then, like, in my mind, I kind of, like, zoomed us out. Yeah, it's very clear. And I yeah. was like, oh, like, no, we're, we're going on the right way. And then he's like, okay, well, what do we do after that? And I'm like, well, you see on the map right there, you know, and then, you know, zoom yourself out. And the thing is, he has, uh, I don't know, I, I think he'd be okay with me telling, he's, yeah. He'll be okay. Tell, telling <laughs> people this, but he has aphantasia, so he has no mind's eye. Oh, thing and i have hyper aware mind's eye let me ask you this do yeah. your parents have any related conditions because i've been wondering if this is genetic because my dad was colorblind yesterday too my dad was colorblind mm-hmm. and my mom has facial blindness hmm. yeah like she, i she tells me she knows what my face looks like <laughs> but but uh, she wouldn't for, be able to draw most, it well neither would i <laughs> but for a lot of people i She's a popular lady, and people are like, hey, how are you? And she's like, hi, hello. And then they walk away, and she's like, I have no idea who that was. I'm sure they know me. Well. They seem to know me well. I don't know who that is. Oh, no. So Unless you're wearing recognizable people. clothes, or they come out of a recognizable car. Or voice. Or voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it's just and it, someone but average. That changes looking, if yeah. she's seen them enough times, though, right? Mm, like, when not. you come around, she knows it's you. I, yeah, but you have to, like, see someone... A lot. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Yeah. Mm. It's, and I think a lot of it has to do with your haircut and stuff as well. Yeah. So, so, so I wonder if mm, something about that, in their case, I'd call them conditions, right? If yeah. in any, if that gets passed along, do your parents have anything weird like that? I mean, my parents are both artists, so they're they have their own weird things. <laughs> um, I don't think my parents have this because I've talked to them about it, um, both, and they've you know, like I've. Yeah. How about um, you, Blake? Uh, well, okay. My mom's side of the family, there are no musicians. Mm. Like, what? straight up. Nothing. Uh-huh. They're all sports. Like, 
literally all wanted like some of them almost went made it to like NHL Olympic mm. volleyball players like that kind of deal don't really give a shit about the arts <laughs> I'll just say that um and I didn't really know my dad growing up but the only so my mom's like six months pregnant and then they're in some restaurant and then he just decides to sit down at a grand piano and starts whipping out classical music oh wow, wow. and she's like you can play piano? Well, yeah. dude, what the fuck? Right, and he's like, right. yeah, yeah, I've been doing it since I was a kid. So maybe there's something on that side, mm. but like, I kind of doubt it. Cause yeah. again, not a doctor. I've just been wondering cause yeah. there is, I, I haven't known of a group of other people. Mm. So I always thought it might've been something traumatic or stressful that triggered this. And there was like something that you could all remember traumatically that also, no, it's it's you. a physical thing in your brain. I remember having getting an MRI as a child because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very problematic. <laughs> I was so problematic that they scanned my brain. This yeah, is right. okay. legit. Yeah. Um, and they're just like, would you look at that? <laughs> like, it, it, just things are connected differently. It's a physical thing. It's not just traumatic. There's right. actual. And the thing is, any sense could be connected to any other sense. That's why they're so different, right? Right. Some yeah. people can taste words. And it's not a two-way pathway. It's only just... It might be. It's okay. just, it, it's a totally different connection. Depends yeah. on yeah. different people. If like, you have the, the, that output and input connection going, like if you have taste to to vision. words mm-hmm. and words to taste, then it'll work both ways. Yeah, like I don't mm-hmm. see colors and then hear music. Yeah, me neither. But some yeah, people I mean, do and it must be Yeah, so some people annoying. totally do. And I yeah, just, that's Lindsay. Yeah. Uh, the piano player who was going to oh, come in. Right. Lindsay Clark? Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, like... It's different. It's very different. My Do you have any other conditions? Like, sorry, not conditions, any other synesthesia manifestations? My, so mine is, um, like, the, the colors are more of, like, a secondary thing, but uh-huh. the main thing is that I taste... Ch- Shapes Taste of shapes. the individual. Wait, I wrote this down too, just so I wouldn't <laughs> make something stupid. So, like, if I was to play uh, a note on the open A, that would be kind of like a zero because, or like a an open shape because it's like ringing the the notes ringing. Okay, a bit okay. more. So, I was like, boo. But if I play the first finger, so it's a B, that's an L. L shape. An L shape, like in Tetris. Like, like in my in my like throat like mm-hmm. in my mouth kind of deal but then like the higher like the the more bass notes are kind of like in my chest almost and then you, they go higher and they're more in like my teeth for the top notes that sounds so annoying so the other day i was jamming with um a friend uh donovan on piano and he was like just jamming away on piano and he was doing a new song. And I was like, oh, it sounds great. Oh, this song has a lot of M's and L's in it, but sometimes the M's uh, go higher and they're they're into higher mm. notes. M's are more like lower notes, but then sometimes the... the Do you feel like in your throat? Almost, yeah. Huh. Like huh. it's just, just right, it's just right there. So he was playing like more bass notes that had M's, but then he went to a higher register and those M's kind of became more floaty and they turned on their side and became threes. So like threes turn into M's, twos turn mm. into N's when they're down okay. there. And then L's just kind of like stretch out like this way or this way if they're higher. That's the thing. If if there are two, let's say, 
groupings of perception in your brain, mm-hmm. any of them could be connected. Right. It could be touch to smell. It could be sound to taste. Mm-hmm. I had still do, um, and I'm, I'm, I haven't found anybody like that in person yet. And maybe you can help me meet somebody to see yeah. if I'm insane. Um, <laughs> for me, numbers have personalities. Oh, I I, I know some one other person yeah? like that. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Like what kind of person? So like, like when I grumpy? when I. Sorry. Seven's not grumpy, but like that. <laughs> He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Eight, not so I, much. I, uh, as a kid, like first grade learning to do math, for the first few years, I did it only based on like the personal interactions between numbers. What? Whoa. Are you mm. good at math? I was, and then I went into music. <laughs> <laughs> I can catch up. But like, I mean, like, let's say f- five plus six is 11 there would be an actual almost like political like interaction between these two characters wow. that results in 11. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. No. See, Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wow. And I, at first I was like, oh, that's how this works. And then it took first person I told to, I think was my mom. And she's like, you are insane. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> no, I'm trying to share. What was the first Aww. time like that you tried to tell people about some of the things that you were experiencing? They're though? just like, Matt's weird. Yeah. Because, yeah. well, yeah, with the ADHD, yeah. like I said, I was so insane that they had <laughs> to give me an MRI. <laughs> right. uh, people were like, okay, <laughs> just let him tire himself out. It's fine. <laughs> Here, look at this shiny ball. But it's a, and, and again, it's the kind of thing where I, I can't show you and Blake can't show us colors. Right. Yep. It, yeah, it, right. You just have to take <laughs> your word for it. Yeah. Which is like almost, it almost makes the condition kind of boring in a way. Yeah. But these are real things that have, like, give me a number, I'll tell you who they are. Four. Uh, four is a woman in her late 30s. <laughs> um, <Sorry>. She's. <laughs> she's <a> whole bio. <laughs> no, no, it like really long is. Walks she's, on the park. Uh, she's generally kind, meaning that they're, they're very much separated by whether if they're being watched, whether they would do the right, if they're not being watched, whether they would do the right thing or not. Whoa, you know what really I mean? Deep. So Great. that's, I, I feel like that's the main uh, attribute in someone's character. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're in my head. So I know. Mm-hmm. Are there any thinking. two numbers that aren't like good neighbors? Like sure. 101, 102. They um, just like hate each other. Seven and six. Yeah. <laughs> They're not great. Wow. Is, because, is it because seven, seven eight, eight, nine? Five. <laughs> five, five is a little bit of a shit. Like, and, yeah. it's, and, and the thing oh, is, man. when it grows into bigger numbers, it's, they somehow combine into, into a new, new character. Right. Wow. Yeah. And those tend to stay the Whoa. same. Sorry, you said when numbers are being watched. No, not. what I mean is, <laughs> hey, no, it's this that's is going cool. to quantum physics. Now. I, that's what uh, I was yeah. going to say. It's like, hey, no, no, not like that. Like, I mean, like <laughs> string the, theory. The, the number four. Okay. <laughs> if if the number four, if you weren't watching them and they had the opportunity to do something bad or something they good, would. they would choose the good. Oh, okay. Nine, not so much. So nine's a dick. Wow. Uh, yeah. you, you, can, you can say that. It's more yeah. complicated than that, but no. yeah. basically, okay. yeah. Oh, that's cool. You should go into quantum physics, man. I, uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, hey. Uh, but that's a lot more un- unpredictable. These are like set in stone for yeah. me. Uh, if anyone has the time to read huh. uh, Jazz of Physics, highly recommend. The Jazz of Physics. Yeah, highly recommend. It's about quantum physics and how it relates to music. And it's a little yeah. floofy, Very but cool. it's an easy enough read. Like there's a what little, are you trying to say about us? <laughs> well, no, like there's some <laughs> physics equations, right? You got to deal with some math, but it's not that bad. It's good. And it's like fluffy enough that it's interesting. 
I don't know, like mm-hmm. you talking about like numbers, like you can see them and not see them and how they interact. Like, I feel like that books up your alley. Yeah, honestly, I feel like we all got pretty lucky, except for your shapes in the throat thing. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really <laughs> suffer from this. Yeah. But but again, like it's really easy for me to jam along with like different music. Like if you put me in front of a band right now, then I am more comfortable listening to their sounds and just getting like all of the, you know, like the, the patterns like, Oh, okay. That's like M L M L zero M L cool. And that's the chorus. And then I know the verse is going to be something different, but I probably know it because this is the pattern of rock or this pattern is blues or hip hop. So, so I just, essentially you two get to be visual learners with sound. Yeah. Mm. It's just so, 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 so huh. easy for me. But when you put me in front of sheet music and it's like all black and white, then I'm like, uh, like I almost get like road blind. Yeah. Would you be able to make yourself sheet music of just strips of color? If you had an, mm. an accurate enough printer? It's more like. Depends what you're playing. W- yeah. It's a, sure. It's, yeah. I'm not talking about like a hard flight of the bumblebee or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's more like when I have to learn a song at like the last minute and I'm doing it solo, what I'll do to learn it is I will like a little cheat sheet. I'll put the lyrics up and then over the top of the lyrics, I'll put kind of like the string. So like a, and then I'll put like two, four. So like for fourth finger, it's almost like tabs, I guess. Yeah. And then if it's like on the lower note, I'll go like, you know, a string or sorry, not, not a, obviously on the D string, (laughs) you start getting into like the M's and the L's and the N's. So I'll do like, you know, D L M, you know, zero. License plate. And then that's, yeah, (laughs) license plate. So that's just more of a shortcut for me to remember the song. But you couldn't do it with pencil crayon. Um, I mean, I could. Maybe like a chord chart, I could do that. Uh, yeah. Just, just color based, right? right? That'd yeah, be fun like to just try. chords. Like I feel like a melody, it's like, I don't know. I feel like it'd just be stupid to do it. Like I'd rather just read the music or hear it. Well, I think it'd be pretty cool. It'd be, I think it'd be cool as an art installation. I wouldn't want to read it that way. Yeah, yeah. give, That's give all. Bridget the, have her pick a song and transcribe it. You, you give her the legend of oh, which boy. chord <laughs> is which color <laughs> and see if you can play it back. Yeah, I'm sure you could. Well, so... Okay, you know what's the funny thing? My partner, she honestly makes fun of me because I'm so not visual as a person, mm-hmm. even though I see colors in my head. Mm. I have to touch everything and smell it and feel it and hear it. Like I'll hear everything in a room before I see everything in a room. Really? And it pisses her off because she's like, it's liter- like you, it's literally right there, but it's not because I'm looking for a shape, it's because I'm feeling for a shape. Yeah. Uh, and it could be that par- part of your visual processing is in- is connected and invested in, in the auditory side of yeah, your Yeah, I mean, I do have stigmatism, so maybe it's just because I'm like visually stunted. But Oh, that... Yeah, but like I have to touch the doorknob and the lock to make sure it's locked. Otherwise I don't think it's locked. And it's not just a neuroticism, like an OCD. It's literally like I look at it and I look away and I'm like, what did I see? Like I have to touch it. I'm like, okay, it's fine. So how do you watch movies? Uh, Subtitles. Really? I know I'm listening to them a lot of the time and like, I don't have ADD, but I have ADD. Like I'll be on my phone listening to music while watching a movie. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really bother me because I'm not worried about the visual input. I'm more about the sound and just reading at that point. And you're still absorbing everything in the movie? You feel? I wouldn't say everything, yeah. but enough of it. Gotcha. Right? <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah. Depends on the movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's some visual masterworks where you like you. Can, I can actually get into it, but like, same with like Heidi, my girlfriend. Uh, we love watching old movies because mm-hmm. there's a bit of a pace to it. You have time to absorb an image. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I love superhero movies, but. Like I get exhausted. It's just like whoa, yeah. And it's also because the sound is just so bombastic, right? So like I just stop it, watch it again later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you guys have any like um, super memorable experiences with this? Uh, I'm gonna call it a gift, but with synesthesia, like, do you have one was really awesome or really bad that you would mind sharing with us? Uh, we were we were talking about this earlier. Um, so in Toronto, there are lots of like subways oh, and yes. streetcars, oh, yeah. and they feel like the worst feeling. Like they they sound like the worst feeling, and it just goes through. Yeah, you're like shivering right wow, now. Yeah. I feel it. Um, so like. So do you not write them ever, or how does that work? I, I mean, you. I plug my ears. Yeah, I just wow. plug my ears. Like it's only when the streetcar or the. Uh, subway kind of goes like around a corner or like over the rail a, a bit like you know, old mill station sucks yeah you pull into a station oh. and it's like and then I'm plugging my ears and I'm looking around and everyone's just acting normal and it's just it, like I, I think I'm insane because yeah. no one else is reacting to like the worst sound right yeah or they're not even affected but it's just so and you share that exact same that with yeah. the subway yeah, yeah. yeah. what it, about you Matt like um, you know, that never bothered me. Um, I do every year when I, uh, I, I teach a, a beginner's audio class and at a college and I present to them, I basically do a frequency sweep. So I play the lowest note and then I basically play all the notes that humans can hear. I've done this for you, Dariki, yep, right? Yep. It goes, Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. and I always warn them, like, some of you may not like this and everyone's like, oh, we're fine. And everyone, now and then I just get people who, and it's not loud. Yeah. yeah. And it's literally one of the many frequencies you hear. It's in my voice now too, right? It's just isolated, just those high notes. Mm-hmm. And some people just run out of the class crying. Crying? Like crying. I told you. Well, the crying is a little more rare, but it does. Yeah. It happens, yeah. 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 Wow. Like ambulances and like fire trucks. Part of that's just the volume, but I have to plug my ear because it's just like an overload of sound. Mm. It's huh. like getting flooded like it's like jumping into an ocean and there's just too much sound around you yeah. and you're like, okay, I got to shut well, this up. Well, that's yeah. what it's made for, to be heard. Oh, well, yeah. 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 <laughs> just, I feel like yeah. I hear it a little bit more than everyone else, yeah. almost. Everybody should be plugging their ears when an ambulance goes by. Totally. It's not yeah. good for you. It's Thanks. not. Thanks, Dr. Yeah. Matt. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> let, me, let me be clear. I am not a doctor. Okay. <laughs> doctors do recommend that. Also, what do you think Nine of, of ten doctors would say I'm not a doctor. Yeah, yeah. this is exactly <laughs> it. What, what do you think of uh, white noise? We were talking about this earlier as well what do i think about it like is it calming and oh i can fall asleep to this or is it like tv static in your Um, mind well i it might be a bit different for me because part of an audio engineer's training is just blasting white noise (laughs) and sweeping frequency it's it think of white noise as sort of you know how you have a color wheel and, and if you spin it fast enough it turns white yeah 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 so white noise is literally all, all the sounds at once. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. what it is. And that it, it's good to test equipment with because you can see what goes in and what comes out and things like that. So I've been blasted with white noise That's and fair. pink noise and brown noise and there are many noises. <laughs> the brown notes. <laughs> yeah, don't hit the brown it's notes. It's not no. that kind of noise, <laughs> luckily. Um, no, it doesn't bother me. Does it drive you crazy? Uh, it's, it's just gray. 
I just find it annoying. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Like I, I've done a little audio engineering. Like, yeah, you got to use noise, right? Like, yeah. You have to, but. Well, it's kind of the I, same as a bunch of different people going at different notes at the same time. Yeah. Like nobody would like that. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Like when it comes to falling asleep, I just feel like it's the stupidest thing that people can do. Like yeah. I'd rather listen low to level, rain. Low level. But even low level, it's like. Like people are like, oh, I have a white noise machine and it helps me fall asleep. I think that's crazy. I can't yeah, dream with that stuff on. Mo- most, many like, things are white noise machines. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get an example. Well, if you turn on your TV and you see static. That's a white right? noise machine. That's white noise and it comes from the Big Bang. The residual radiation from that fairly large explosion um, is still coursing through all of our bodies. If we didn't have that radiation, we would die. We need it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so it's like when everything happens at once, that's white noise or or snow on the TV or, or like whatever. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't think we're meant to like that. What's the sound of a light bulb? You know what I'm talking about? Or am I crazy? Oh, uh, that sound? <laughs> Wait, like it's like a high pitch like, like oh, the, you're the fluorescence? fluorescence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. What do you call that? What is that? I, uh, I don't know. I mean like I could ringing. I could play the note on the violin if I heard it, but uh but doesn't know. that's not something that like triggers anything I, or resonates in any way. It's like, just too annoying. Like I, I've never really listened to it just because it's annoying. It is like, annoying. Uh, Who else? Get, get, that actually irritates me. Yeah, it drives me nuts. For a long time, yeah. Bowling alleys because they oh. for some reason still have the CRT TVs. And the oh, way yeah. CRT TVs work is basically like a color cannon that just goes pixel, 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 like line by line, one by one. And it's just... at. The speed it does it at, that's the speed you're hearing as sound, and it's super. Mm. Yeah, if you're it's if you're at a bowling alley, just listen carefully, and it's just like you from the left you get, and from the right you get. (laughs) 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 It's It's really. I'm doing my best. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, you should be a singer. You're killing it. Yeah, you should. Yeah. That's not what Peter Spencer tells me. I sing too orange. Uh, uh, do you do you both or either you hear or see colors or anything associated when you hear people's voices? Honestly, no. no. I think if I was inebriated or like really? really, really concentrated, I could. But I think if I if I did, that would drive me crazy. Because then I would be too distracted to yeah, listen was, to someone. I was thinking that would be a little bit crazy. What about you, Blake? Yeah, I suck at remembering faces. It's, would you it, look at that? No, 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 no. But it's not that. It's because I worked in the restaurant industry and I just see so many people. Mm-hmm. It's right. just easy to get faces mixed up, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I saw yeah. you once a week, I would know who you are for the rest of my life. Just think of Mr. Clean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's his perception um, of himself. But I, I had a customer ask me this. It's like, oh, you're synesthetic. It's like, do you, does my voice have a color? And I was like, it's a weird way to put it. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're, I mean, other than the fact that it has a tone, it's like a a color tone to it. Like I can remember the sound of your voice. Like I I can remember the sound of my dead grandfather's voice when he Mm -hmm. passed away when I was 10. I'm 25 now. And I can still hear it in my head because it's just like, there's some, it's kind of like a fingerprint. You're Mm -hmm. always going to more or less sound like your voice. So I can kind of remember that more than like your face or even your name for some reason. Gotcha. I can remember the tone of your voice above everything else. But I wouldn't say it's a color. Okay. It's like a like a texture thing. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. Some people have silky voices. Some people yeah, yeah. have annoying voices. My I guess as not a doctor is that <laughs> um, other uh, other parts of your of, of the perception centers in your brain are focused on 
that person as a person. Yeah. As opposed to just a source of sounds. Well, like, and the other thing is like, like, I don't know, how, how good is everyone at remembering music? Like, can you memorize stuff? Like, I did lyrics. that for fun. Lyrics, like, I can. I'd memorize like 10 pages of something just for the shits and giggles of it, right? So I feel like it's not even a synesthetics thing. It's just like I like memorizing sound, if that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 Or like when you're doing audio recording, can you hear the loop that you're playing back when you're editing something with it not playing? I think that applies to everyone. But right. no. I have, I have Pro Tools dreams. Like if you're editing for too long yeah. and you hear the loop, like sometimes Dariki has to leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. It just gets stuck in your head. Yeah, but like I know who's talking to me if I don't mm-hmm. see their face. Right? Not everyone has that. Some people need the visual input. Oh, yeah, sure. Of, yeah. Right? Like I can hear their voice. Like I can have a conversation with someone in my head and like mimic mm. their voice in my head. I couldn't imitate it, but I could hear it in my head. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, it seems like you're good with sound. Do you yeah, think maybe. that's a synesthesia thing? No, I think it's okay. a separate thing. I, it's just, it's it just... kind of ties in because people have always asked me that about synesthesia. And I'm like, well, no, not really. Like, kind of. You're not talking in intervals. You're not going, yeah. hi, my name is. If you're Trinidadian, you might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Different so accents have. Different languages yeah. are so interesting, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I listen to like a lot of Caribbean, like, Patois is fascinating. Like, not as a white guy saying this, but just because it's a really rhythmic language, yep. right? It's yeah, really yeah. cool. Um, but the same way like Mandarin and Cantonese, like mm-hmm. it's a beautiful yep. melody because they have so many inflections. And it's, you can say like, ma, which I'm Ooh. not going to translate. I'm not going to translate <laughs> that because it's really bad. Somebody, <laughs> Thanks for saying it. Somebody let us know. Um, right in if you know. If right. I just go ma, like it's not the same thing as actually doing the different inflections. And to me, that's Fascinating. Yeah, I remember we were learning that um, the word ma with different inflections either means mother or horse or a few other things. Yeah. Depending on what you can kind of see where what I said Mm. is going. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, sorry. Did I? Well, I think I I know what it meant. I thought I was adding. Ma was the last word. Yeah. Um, Wait, my horse is what? Something your mother. (laughs) Yeah. I guess we'll leave it at that. Um, Love your mother. Yeah. Yeah. That's my interpretation. (laughs) Yeah. The same word with different notation to it has different meanings. But so, like, then I I enjoy genuinely listening to people just speaking different language because of that. Because it's it's kind of like a not a color, but it's kind of like it adds texture to whatever I'm doing mm-hmm. in my life, right? I don't know. I worked with a lot of Italians. I love that language. I work with French guys. I worked with a lot of Tamils and a lot of Sri Lankans, mm-hmm. and it's like it's amazing because it almost sounds, especially Tamil, it's like almost muted. Mm. It's like there's like a trumpet mute on it or it's like there's like a huge like high pass filter on it and it's just like right. bassy and it's just so buttery. I don't know how else to wow. describe <laughs> it. To describe See, it. At, conversing about sound, you end up inevitably switching to other examples. Yeah. Sound, it's almost like sound does more in all of our heads mm. than we can just describe by saying the note. Well, right, right? it's the only right. art form that we all experience at the same time. And it's gone yeah. once we're done experiencing it, right? Whoa. What about That's video? <laughs> Drinky, you're like, you can replay. I mean, you can replay oh, audio, right. right? But video is just a collection of yeah. pictures. Yeah, right? you can freeze one and look at it. Yeah, yeah. It's only available for a transitory period. Yeah, and yeah. it's gone forever. Like when I'm getting Deep. used wow. to different wow. accents, I will sometimes just listen to the different kind of like 
roller coaster of cadences in the voice mm -hmm. and then completely not understand what they said. Like when I was living in England for six months, um, I got used to like the Scottish accent really fast. And at first I was just listening to the different, you know, ways the voice went up and down. And then after that, I kind of internalized that, you know, recognize the quote unquote pattern of that. And yeah. then it was a lot easier for me to just, you know, put that aside and focus in, on what they were saying. And I found I was able to get kind of harder to understand accents. Uh, I was able to un understand them easier than a few of my other kind of like American uh, Canadian school colleagues. Yeah. Uh, especially, especially like Northern Scottish. <laughs> well, the thing about Scottish is first you have to stop laughing. <laughs> yeah. And then once you get over that, you can start listening. And like hmm. same with uh, like Jamaican and Trinidadian, you know, uh, not dialects, but accents. Mm -hmm. Like my, mm -hmm. the first time I met my boyfriend's family, there were like, you know, 30 aunties, uncles, cousins. And it was just like, whoa, this is, this is amazing. Okay, cool. And people would introduce me to the, you know, them like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm Dave or whatever. But in the accent, I'm not going to even try to do it. And then I just couldn't remember their name afterwards, not because I'm crappy at that, but I was just, distracted. By I was just distracted yeah. hearing the different ways the voice goes up and down. Yeah. And, oh man, same with like, uh, like deep South American, like Texas. That's another whole style, it's but it's of hilarity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not really of that, but it's just like, yeah, I don't know. We're the, yeah. Humans make all sorts of different sounds, yeah. but say the same words. And it's just fascinating. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, this whole conversation has been fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> it really has. I day. thank you guys so much. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's just fitting that we let Dr. Matt kind of wrap this one up. Do you have any final words for us, Doc? Um, drink a lot of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, lift with your back. <laughs> Very, and that, uh, yeah. call your mother. Call your mother. <laughs> tell her. Tell her you miss her. Oh, mom. Set mom. So for anyone trying to get any more information <laughs> on synesthesia, where, where would be the best place for them to probably get some more information? I know you are part of a society or something. Uh, it's like a secret society. Secret. Yeah, it's a school for the gift of something. Yeah, uh, you, can, you can honestly just go to Canadian Synesthesia Association. Uh, Canadian Synesthesia Association. Association. Le Synesthetique Canadienne Association. Yeah. What do you guys do? Do you meet? Um, do you fuck with each other? Just like yeah, totally. making all kinds of <laughs> this sounds. This note is running. blue. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can look up on Google the Canadian Synesthesia Association, and yeah, I I'm not sure they have in person meetings at right. the moment, but yeah. it used to be every single like the third Sunday of every month. And we would legitimately just sit down with each other, talk about what our different perceptions. And usually there are, there's kind of like a rotating group. It's maybe like five or six people are the same, but mm -hmm. you always meet new people. Very cool. And so it's just talking about stuff that- Are non-gifted allowed to go? Um, like if I showed yeah. up, I was like, yeah, I Drink taste your colors. Gifted. You're, You're a normie. No. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if you wanted to like sit in and take notes for 
just Future research podcasts. purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast I purposes. Hear, I want to hear more of these crazy stories. They're not crazy. Interesting. Crazy. They're, they're, crazy. they're phenomenal they're stories. Diff- yeah, they're, they're definitely interesting. interesting. They're interesting. Yeah. Speaking of interesting, Blake, why don't you let us know how to find you online? Shout out your socials. Yeah, sure. Uh, Blake Hamilton on Facebook. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, I, I've got a website called Blake's BlakeMakesNoises.com. Uh, been working on it there's nice. a bunch of really random stuff like i did a film score that's on there and like a couple other recordings very cool there. yeah okay uh, blake so makes, makes noises. noises yeah blake makes noises. Awesome. make sure to like comment subscribe yeah, <laughs> yeah <sure. laughs> if you want lessons uh hit me up uh, cool what about you bridget shout out your socials yeah you i am you? uh i'm bridget fiddle so b-r-i-g-i-t and then fiddle or just bridget o'regan and my last name is o apostrophe r e-g-a-n because my first name and last name are crazy. <laughs> All right. That's Violin Girl, right? That's, yeah, hashtag Violin Girl. Right. Dabbing it up on the internet. <laughs> Woo! Love the phone. <laughs> Puzzle <talk. laughs> Thank you, guys. Video in here. Let's cue the music. See you later. Bye. See ya. Bye. As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial.